Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 222 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and why you're finding it so hard to truly feel better. And I did this uh, podcast topic because I feel like lately a lot of people have been sending me questions and different things that kind of spoke to this problem. And the reason is something I've talked about a lot, but it's something that we really need to hear a lot. So it really sinks in. And the reason why people are struggling so hard to feel better is feeling better is not your actual goal. It's not, it's a, not the actual end in, a, in and of itself. You are interested in teaching like the law of attraction, all these different spiritual laws or whatever. And it's told like, well, if you, how you feel affects your reality. And if you feel better and you feel happy and you feel positive, then you get all the stuff your ego mind wants. And it's like, okay, sweet. So feeling better again, it's not like the actual goal. You're not entering this journey to feel better. You're entering a journey like this to try to change your external circumstances all of our internal work is done in service of the ego agenda of getting a boyfriend, a better job, more money, losing weight, getting your promotion, uh, whatever it is, right? And then we wonder, well, why can't I truly genuinely feel better, like consistently, like feel like I'm really making real genuine headway in my predominant emotional state day to day? Why don't I really feel like I'm really feeling better overall. And this journey of trying to feel better just to get your stuff, you might make headway here and there. It's not totally futile in that sense. Like you might feel better and you learn certain things about the LOA specifically that maybe make you feel more hopeful, make you see things differently. And again, that could translate to some sort of emotional benefit, but that tends to be more on the surface it's not consistent. It's not lasting. It doesn't really feel like you don't really feel that different. You feel like you have more moments where you feel better that you might not have experienced previously. So again, you feel like there's some sort of progress, but it doesn't genuinely feel like real. And this is why, because when feeling better is not your goal, you can't really achieve it. When feeling better is just yet another tool your mind employs to try to manifest what you want. The feelings, again, they're not consistent. They're not lasting. You're still manifesting from pain minimizing mode. And you're just trying to get happy and feel positive because, again, you think doing that will create some sort of energetic shift that will translate to a change in your circumstances. And that's true. Again, like I said, you might make some changes and you might see some pop. You might see that energy reflected back to you in different ways. But again, it's probably not consistent. It's not lasting. It's just, you know, and it leaves you feeling very you know disillusioned and dissatisfied, basically. And you're not really feeling better because the reason you feel badly now is not so much you're lacking some, you know, sufficient reservoir of positivity and happy feelings. It's that you have a lot of shitty feelings created by a dysfunctional thought system you've been abiding by your entire life. And when we just trying to, when we employ, again, feeling better as just a means to an end to try to get stuff, we're not really dealing with what's making us unhappy, those, those negative feelings. We're not diving deep enough into our mind to see the root of that energy. We're not exploring our beliefs. We're not exploring the perceptions we're holding right now that are creating all of the pain and fear and anxiety and depression 
and anger and resentment and bitterness and self-loathing and, and despair and hopelessness, all that stuff, then it's like, well, why can't I feel better? Because you're not actually trying to feel better genuinely. You're just trying to attract stuff you don't have. And you're told that if you raise your vibration and feel better, you'll get it. And because this mode of operation is very that kind of pain minimizing mode, because we're still very externally focused and we're just trying to change the outside when the outside doesn't seem to be changing in the ways we want it, when it doesn't seem to be happening as fast as we want it, when what we want is not coming through the channels, which we expect them to come, want them to come, think they need to come, our feelings are going to still remain very dependent on our outside circumstances. So when we make feeling better, again, just kind of this means to an end, this thing we're just doing in service of getting something we want, and it's not the actual goal, we'll still feel very much like our circumstances are the cause of our feelings. We'll still very much feel like we're at the mercy of the external world, and what's happening and not happening is going to determine how we feel. We'll feel like uh, what's a very common experience when this happens is you raise your vibe because... You found some tool or technique or some program that really kind of gave you a real big hit at the beginning. You, you found like it helped you or whatever. It made you feel good. Something happened that the mind liked that gave you permission to feel good. But then because you're not actually making any real inner transformation, that doesn't last. And then something will happen that doesn't feel the mind thinks, well, that's bad. That feels bad. So now you feel bad. It doesn't, it's not lasting. It's not consistent. So people will experience, they seem to experience this big swing between feeling really good and then feeling really bad. And that's what will happen as long as we remain externally focused, as long as we make this journey simply about attracting what we don't have, as long as we make the journey about looking to the outside, changing the outside, trying to attract better circumstances by quote unquote, raising our vibration rather than focusing inward and trying to make the inner transformations in a deep, lasting, genuine way that would naturally align you with your more preferred circumstances. Because focusing on the internal does not mean abandoning the external. This is what the mind thinks. This is why it's reluctant to let you do it. And it keeps you on this very painful journey of trying to just serve its, its agenda by changing the outside to not heal pain, uh, heal emotional trauma, any kind of emotional healing or fostering any genuine sense of well-being, but just simply minimizing pain and fear and other bad feelings. That's all your mind cares about is pain minimization. And again, that's another reason why you genuinely don't feel better when you're on this journey of just trying to feel better to attract what you don't have. Because you're not working on the root of why you feel bad. You're just trying to minimize pain, minimizing pain, minimizing fear, minimizing all that negativity. Again, it's just minimizing it. It's not actually tr like transforming it in any way. You're not actually dealing with it in any real way. So you can't feel better because like I said before, that's the root of the problem, all that icky energy there. Not that you're lacking some sort of, you know, sufficient amount of positive energy and you're lacking positive emotion. You don't have to try to cultivate positive emotion the way that we think we do. Again, that's why it feels so hard too, because we're actually doing something we don't actually have to be doing. We're going about trying to create positive feeling in a very roundabout, inefficient way. You don't, because once you deal with what's going on inside, you will naturally feel better. The better feelings you're trying so hard to cultivate now by way of endless tools and techniques and programs and healing modalities or whatever, it's like, you don't have to do all of that. If you were to deal with 
the pain, deal with your feelings. If you were to honestly look at why you want to manifest what you manifest and you see the root of the desire is always some kind of pain your mind is looking to minimize by way of getting the thing, then you'll automatically feel better. But the mind doesn't want to do that because the mind doesn't actually care that you're unhappy. It doesn't really care about dealing with your pain and dealing with your unhappiness and fostering a general sense of emotional well-being. It just cares about minimizing all of it by way of getting things externally that it thinks will make that pain go back dormant, that won't rustle up, that it won't rustle it up, and then you won't have to deal with it. And a lot of people can live their life, their whole life that way. Even people on a personal growth journey, they can make it about pain minimizing the whole way through. And they, again, like I said before, you might get something from it. It's not like a hundred percent futile effort, but those feelings, they won't feel very deeply embedded in you. They won't feel lasting. They really, you really won't genuinely feel any different. And all you care about is feeling better. And you might manifest a whole bunch of stuff by way of, you know, more surface level changes in your energy combined with action and your belief in action, uh, getting you stuff. And, but again, you still won't be happy because you didn't really deal with what was making you unhappy on the surface. All of this painful, icky energy, courtesy of a, a thought system that was very dysfunctional and that created a lot of really shitty feeling beliefs about how the world works and about yourself and who you are as a person and what you're capable of. So that will always kind of be in the background, kind of like a white noise kind of hanging over you. And even if your life seems great on the surface and you'll be like, well, why aren't I happy? I got everything I wanted because not having that stuff wasn't really why you were unhappy in the first place. And like I always say, cliches are cliches for a reason. And this idea that I'm talking about your outside circumstances are not the key to happiness. You probably heard this a million times. And because you've heard it so much, you probably think that you've really internalized this idea on an emotional level, but you probably haven't. Most of us haven't on a, the deepest of levels. I feel like I've only recently got there, like on a really genuinely deep level, even though I've known that for many years. That stuff is a process for it to seep in from intellectual appreciation and acceptance to truly internalizing it. So that's why I say cliches are cliches for a reason. And because that's universally, you know, the idea that um, we, we tend, we have a, I'm like losing my train of thought here, right? So that idea, right? It sounds very cliche. Like, yeah, I've heard that a million times. And it's like, yeah, there's a reason you've heard it a million times. There's a reason why people talk about it so much because it's so, so true. And that's one of the biggest things people struggle with is deeply internalizing it. So when we dismiss personal growth cliches because they sound so obvious, yeah, yeah, I've heard that a million times, it's to our detriment. Because even though you've heard it a million times and you might know it intellectually, you probably haven't internalized a lot of these ideas on a deep emotional level where those perceptions actually influence how you move about the world day to day, that actually influence how you feel. So... And what happens then is we dismiss all of this stuff because it's so obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it a million times. And then we keep looking and digging around for other stuff we think is our problem. When our true genuine problem is just these more basic, again, cliche type ideas that we just haven't deeply internalized yet. For example, uh, you're having a lot of struggle with your business and you know so much about the LOA and positivity and do this to attract clients and attract money and believe in yourself, blah, blah, blah. And then you're still struggling and you're like, oh my God, what is it? And you go digging around thinking there's some deep weird thing within you that's keeping you from successful business. But then you were to really stop and think about it and you're like, 
Oh yeah. One of my big energetic blocks is I just still really worry about what people think about me. So I'm really afraid to put myself out there. I'm really afraid to create like content from a really, my authentic point of view, because I'm afraid I'm going to offend people or people are going to think I sound stupid or then they're going to disagree with me. And I'm really afraid of getting criticized. Oh, my big issue is I still worry too much about what people think about me. Again, that's like personal growth, psychology 101 and be like, oh, that's my big problem. The ego mind will be like, that's kind of a letdown. That's not some sexy, complicated thing. I thought that made, and I was so special and unique in my energetic issues. So, but it's good that it's this basic stuff. But anyway, I got off on a bit of a tangent there. But yeah, if feeling better is never going to be your true goal, you'll never really achieve it in any real meaningful way. It has to be the goal. It has to be the end in and of itself. You have to be doing this work to feel better for the sake of feeling better. Understanding that all of your ego mind concerns that you're very, I get it. I'm a human too. You're invested in this world. You think it's very real. You think all the shit here is real and that it means anything when it doesn't, but a part of you does and that's okay. And that part of you, you're not abandoning that part of you. So that inner change will lead to all of the external changes you value so dearly. But as you go on, hopefully you won't value them as much and you'll understand that they'll come, but you won't be so anxious about it and and so focused and doing, again, doing everything you're doing for the express purpose of just getting these things. The money will still come. You'll get the relationships. You can heal your health problem. You can uh, lose the weight. You can get a better job. All of that stuff, again, That stuff will still happen for you. Your outside circumstances have no choice but to change because you're working on the level of cause. You're working internally. And like I said before, your mind doesn't understand that that these are not mutually exclusive paths. They're not. The mind sees like, well, either try to get what you want on the outside and focus on the outside or go within and give up on all of that. And if the mind only cares about the outside, what choice do you think it's going to make if it sees this false choice? Of course, it's going to choose. No, let's just keep trying to get our stuff and changing the outside. I don't give a shit about whether or not you're happy. When I think of my agenda, you being happy is like not even on the list. It's not even on my radar. I do not care. So of course, it's going to choose the external focus. That's why I talk about the mind a lot, because when we understand how much the mind does not understand about this process, we can stop letting it interfere so much with doing what we're supposed to be doing and focusing where we should really be focusing and getting what we actually want. The only manifestation worth a damn is feeling better. When I work with clients, that's the only thing I care about helping them with. And like I said, all of the ego worldly concerns, they all come to me with that stuff too. They want a stuff with their job, relationships. That's fine. I don't care about that. That's fine. I want, you know, I still have a part of me that wants stuff. I get that. I don't judge that. I don't discourage that. But the only thing I really care about helping people manifest is emotional well-being. Because like I said, it's truly the only manifestation worth a damn. You can have everything in the world, but if you're not happy and you don't deal with your shit inside, none of it, it does not matter. It's not going to have the emotional payoff that you think it is. And like I've said before, for a lot of people, I know a lot of people don't like to hear this because like I said before, right, you can still be focused more externally and more superficially on energy and you can probably like see a lot of changes and have a lot of things happen to that will be pleasing to the ego human personality part of you. But if you have a lot of shit, you, that path probably isn't available to you at all. I know a lot of people probably don't want to hear that. You kind of have no choice but to go deeper inside because you have too much stuff. 
that the surface level changes just aren't going to be enough for you. And that's a good thing though. If you feel like you fall into that category, don't be upset about that. Don't feel discouraged by that. Don't feel bitter or angry or resentful about that. It's good. It's good that you have to do that because that's what everybody should be doing ideally because that's the only thing that matters is feeling better. And the deeper you go within your mind and the more crap you clear out, the more effortless your manifesting becomes. Again, I know people are concerned about that. I have no illusion about that. That's why I talk about that too, because I know people care about it. I just want to try to help people realize that's not what you actually want, but a part of you will probably still value all that stuff. So how can we make all of that less painful? By reminding you what you actually want, which is to feel better and reminding you that that does not mean abandoning the external. Going to the internal does not mean abandoning the external. The more deeply you go internally, like I said, the more easily your external circumstances change. That's when like the really effortless stuff starts. When you're really like, wow, I'm not doing shit. And like, look at all this stuff happening. I mean, that's a pretty sweet deal, right? So if all that stuff is so important to you, it's like, don't you want to go about trying to quote unquote, get it in a way that will make it as easy as possible. And I know this is not appealing. I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to really deal with my feelings. I don't want to feel that stuff. That's why we want to believe it's an externally focused process. That's why we want to believe it's about tools and techniques and action. Because then we can focus on all of that get what we want. And then we don't have to deal with the messy business of our feelings because our mind is like, well, I'll just get stuff and then you'll feel better. Then you don't have to worry about all that trauma and all that stuff because you'll be happy because you have a boyfriend now or because you lost 20 pounds or because you have a better job or because you have more money. So it sees it right as this shortcut to try to avoid that. It's like this little like, uh, it's like, yeah, we don't have to worry about any of that. And we're like, sweet, because I don't want to deal with any of that. So if I can find a way, like I said, even if you get all that stuff and there's some surface level shift in your energy because what happens is sometimes something might happen that might take away certain negative feelings but it doesn't mean that there's positive feelings that like pop up in in place of it there's a difference between taking away and minimizing negative feelings and actually producing positive feelings for example if you're stressed about money let's say and you feel that stress of like i don't know how i'm going to pay my bills next month and this and that and then you manifest money that allows you to take care of those financial responsibilities, there probably will be some uh, um, notable, like noticeable shift in how you feel because you had this acute stress of like, oh my God, how am I going to take care of this like immediate problem in your, right, in your, in your awareness right in that moment that's something that showed up for you and then you quote unquote solved that problem so there might be a bit of a relief, you're not actively worrying about that anymore so there is some sense of feeling better but you don't genuinely feel better. You just removed some certain negative emotion by solving a a problem that was right in your awareness that was presenting itself in, in, in time and space right in that moment. But do you genuinely feel better? All of your deep shit that gets triggered by your money issues, did that manifestation of the money and then being able to pay that bill you were worried about, did that really address that? Do you feel like really any differently about money overall or any more secure or safe or whatever or abundant? Probably not, right? So that's kind of what I'm talking about with this. So that path might take away certain negative feelings, but taking away a negative feeling is not the same as cultivating a positive one. So this journey, you know, these there's two different journeys here that we can travel, especially as conscious creators that are that are focused on trying to make our life better here because we're very invested in it, right? And we think it's very real and we think all these things matter. You either... Remain externally focused, trying to attract what you don't have, or you 
go internally focused, dealing with your feelings, exploring what's happening inside, making real, genuine, emotional, energetic transformation, which again has no choice but to affect your outside circumstances. Manifesting is about what you're being. It's not about what you're doing. As long as you're living and breathing and existing in this form and time and space, you're going to quote unquote manifest. Stuff will happen to you. People will show up in your life opportunities will present themselves like life will keep happening to you without you trying to make everything happen so much. But so, yeah, so the externally focused journey will always have you trying to feel better as a means to an end, just yet another tool or technique in your ego's arsenal to try to get what you want and change your external circumstances. Cause your mind believes your external circumstances are responsible for your feelings. And with that belief, of course, the outside world would seem to have much to offer us. Oh, I can make more money. I could um, lose weight. I can go get different procedures to make myself look more attractive. That would make me feel better. I can get a better job. I can try to get a promotion in my company. I can try to um, have all these different experiences. I could travel more and I can do this and I can do that. There's all this different cool stuff I could buy. So of course, with that mind thinking that the external world is the key to your happiness, the mind's going to see all sorts of things in that world that it thinks, oh yeah, like battle. So of course it's going to be like, yeah, that's where it's at. That's where we need to be focusing. Look how much stuff out there that we could accomplish and acquire and do that would make us feel better. And it'll all be about using the law of attraction to attract what you don't have and raising your vibration to attract what you don't have. And then you're thinking, well, why can't I feel better? And then you get stressed about not feeling better because you think feeling better is the key to getting everything you want, yet you seem to not be able to accomplish that goal. Because it's not your actual goal. When something's not our actual goal, we can't really achieve it. So when feeling better is not your actual goal, you'll never actually genuinely achieve any sense of genuine, consistent, lasting well-being. And if you notice on my podcast and on my posts, I use those kind of terms a lot when I talk about this. I Those kind of, that caveat of genuine, lasting, consistent, real it's like I said before, you can do all of that and you, it's not a hundred percent futile. You might get something, you might feel better in certain ways. You'll learn certain things that might change your thinking and your perceptions a bit. And there can be, that can translate to some sort of emotional shifting. But like I said before, it's not really genuine. It's not lasting. It's not consistent. It's not deep. And your feelings still very feel much will in, and your emotional state will still seem to be very much at the mercy of your external circumstances. And your mind will be like, that was good. I like that. So we get to feel good. Oh, I don't like that over there. I didn't like what that person said, or I didn't like that thing that happened. I didn't, that didn't go the way I planned or what I wanted it to be, oh, I don't like that. That's bad. And your mind will still be constantly judging your external circumstances and deciding whether you get to feel good or you have to feel badly. And then we're sitting there scratching our heads wondering, well, why can't I feel better? Because it's not your goal. That's not what you're actually trying to accomplish. You're trying to just get stuff you don't have, thinking that trying to feel better will get it for you. And you're not dealing, like I said before, everything we want in the external world is coming from the ego. And the ego always wants something from the space of, I feel bad now and I think getting that will make me feel better. It's always just interested in minimizing pain, minimizing fear, minimizing all of these icky feelings. Like I said before, actually feeling better, not even on the agenda, does not care, is not interested. It's like, well, who cares about that? Let's just get your stuff. And that's, it's, it's so it's like, if that's the only thing that it cares about, then you, it's, it's the pain minimizing. That's what that's. So again, anything you want in the outside world, it's coming from a pain minimizing mode. 
And if we're not dealing with the pain, if we're not looking at the root of that desire, we're going to, it's going to be hard to feel better because all of that icky stuff, feeling not good enough, feeling lack of self-worth, feeling like you're a bad person in some way, feeling fear, anxiety, anger, bitterness, trying to prove something to somebody, all that stuff, if that's driving what you want, and then you're not looking at that and you're just trying to get happy to get these things. And then it's like, well, I'm not, I can't, why can't I be happy? I'm trying so hard. It's like, because what's really making you unhappy again, it's not some lack of positive emotion. It's you have all this stuff inside that is creating all of this. Ugh, and it's like, you're not dealing with it because you're just externally focused, trying to change the outside. So hopefully all of this stuff will go back dormant. It'll go back out of your awareness and then you won't have to deal with it. So we have to look at why do I want these things that I want? Like I said, anything you want in the external world, that's not coming from spirit. You spirit, you does not give a shit about this world. It's a big illusion. It's like a giant game, a play. It's not even real. Spirit you is 100% whole, happy, and complete. The desire for a boyfriend or to make your body look different or to get a better job or to do whatever, that's not coming from spirit. Spirit is not like, you know what, I think we'd be happier, you know, if you got a boyfriend. I think uh, spirit me would be happier if your body looked different. Hell no, no, that's coming from ego mind. And ego mind, like I said, ego mind want is always from a pain minimizing mode. So you have to look at why I want that. What pain am I trying to minimize? What's the story right now I'm telling about my circumstances that are so painful that my mind thinks the key to, to treating that pain, minimizing that pain, is getting this thing? Because that's the only way you can truly feel any real sense of detachment from these things, right? LOA and manifesting conscious creation, you hear that word a lot, detachment. You have to detach from what you want. Detachment is not an active process where you have to try to force yourself into thinking you don't care about these things anymore. And yeah, I don't really care if I get that or not. Bullshit. Of course you care. So you have to explore the root of the caring. Why do I care? And then detachment is a natural byproduct of exploring the attachment, I did a whole podcast on that, like, you know, a while back, this more in depth, you want to listen to it. I don't remember which one it is, but, and like I said before, it's kind of the same thing as what I said before is when you deal with your emotional pain, the happiness is a natural byproduct. It comes automatically. You don't have to try to achieve anything. You don't have to try to do anything to be happy. And this is the same thing with exploring attachment. If I look at the root of my attachment, which is all this icky feelings, all these painful beliefs that my mind thinks will all be fixed if I get this thing, then you start to realize that, oh, why I want that? That's not what I actually want. My circumstances actually aren't the, the root cause of my problems. It's inside. It's my perception of my circumstances. It's my perception of myself that's created a lot of very painful feelings. And what I really want is not the thing. I just want these feelings to go away. And the only way those feelings can go away is if you look at them you question them, you flush, you let them get flushed up into your awareness so you can let yourself feel all that icky stuff, like really feel it, really be honest with yourself about what's going on inside. And when you see that what you have or don't have is not the issue, that magical energy of detachment will naturally come rushing in because you're like, oh yeah, that's not really my problem. That's not going to, my problem is, isn't what I don't have. So if that's not my problem, then it follows that manifesting the thing can't be the solution. And you can still want this thing and set goals and do whatever you float your boat. That's fine. But you won't have that sense of need around it. You will no longer be looking to that thing 
to make you happy. You won't feel as attached to it because you realize getting it is not the key to, to your problem. And with that realization, that also helps you move into the, the space of trying to cultivate positive emotion for its own sake, focusing on the inner transformation and the inner healing and the cultivation of genuine positive emotion rather than let me try to just feel better so I can get this stuff that I don't have because I feel really bad without it and I know if I get it, I'll feel better. So when you get to what's really going on inside, that's what helps you transition from one journey to the other. Because the journey, these are two very different journeys and the mind does not understand that because the mind sees the, the get what you don't want journey, get just trying to get what you don't have journey as like, yeah, I'm trying to achieve uh, feeling better because I think getting these things will make me feel better. It does not understand. It has the whole world upside down and backwards all the time about everything. Your mind is always, it's thinking is always backwards and totally upside down about everything. So a journey of just trying to attract what you don't have will feel and look very, very differently than the journey of making the inner transformation, dealing with your feelings, trying to heal emotionally and cultivate a genuine sense of well-being, which will naturally affect your outside circumstances in all sorts of ways your ego mind will find very pleasing. Those journeys are very, very different. Again, they will look very differently. They will feel very differently. And the journey of just trying to track what you don't have and just trying to feel better for that end, that journey will feel painful and frustrating. It will feel like, again, your feelings will always still be at the mercy of your external circumstances and you'll still feel like this emotional instability, this vibrational instability, because you're still basing how you feel on your circumstances. Your mind will be like, well, I'm trying to feel better to get what I want and that doesn't seem to be working. So fuck trying to feel better. It's not working. And then you'll give up again on even, even in that journey, you still might even give up on trying to feel better because you think it's not working. And then you'll just kind of retreat back into this thought system that's very painful and it'll all feel more painful than it did before when you thought that like you just maybe had resigned yourself to the shitty circumstances or feeling badly or never being happy. But then a teaching like the LOA comes along, it gives you hope, it gives you faith, it kind of invigorates you a bit. And then when you think you're failing at doing that and then you retreat back to where you were before, you might feel even worse because it's like you let yourself hope, you let yourself maybe feel better and then you feel like let down by the teaching or you beat yourself up thinking you must be doing something wrong. Manifesting is not an action skill-based thing. You can't do it right or wrong. You can't be good or bad at it. There's no tool or technique that's better or more effective than another. All of that, it's all just, I don't want to say nonsense because all of it has its place, but all of a lot of what we think manifesting is, it's not. It's not all of those tools and techniques and the programs and the action. It's not any of that. It's what am I being? And your being is your emotional state. And if you just deal with your bad feelings, that's really all you have to do. I promise you that. I speak from personal experience with this. A good cry will do for you what 10,000 affirmations cannot come close to doing. Honest self-reflection, honest self-inquiry will do more for you than any program about manifesting money or a relationship or a better body or weight loss or whatever. It's really all you have to do. And I know it's the last thing you want to do. I get it. I'm a human. I get it. But it might be uncomfortable. It might bring you to some emotionally icky places. It might give, make you feel out of sorts for a bit. But imagine thinking that this journey really only requires that one thing of you. Well, technically two things. You need to deal with your feelings and you need to be conscious about your belief system and your perceptions. But they're linked because you can only consciously, genuinely choose the new perceptions when you clear out all the negative energy that would interfere with you that process. 
But really think about it. It sounds unpleasant to the ego mind, but it's like, oh, there's only really one thing I have to do. I just have to like really go deep within my mind and see what's happening there. I have to be willing to to look at the root of all my desire and see what pain is there I'm trying to minimize and then get rid of that pain. Because when we operate from pain minimizing mode, that's, we'll never get anything more than that. That's the best we can settle for is pain minimizing. And the funny thing about pain minimizing mode is all the stuff it has your ego mind do, right? Focus on the outside and achieve this goal and get this thing. And then we'll do a new goal. And that didn't work. Let's try to get another, like everything and avoiding your feelings and all the stuff it does to minimize pain just creates more pain. Like really think of, again, this is something I've, there's nothing I've said on here that I haven't probably said a million times, but again, we need to hear it because it needs to sink in to internalize it. We need to really be like, oh shit, like, and you know, and, and, and anything I've said here is anywhere is none of these are my original thoughts. These are like teaching, like, I'm not saying anything that's like, I came up with this idea myself. So when I say like this confidence of like, listen to me, I'm not talking about listening to me personally, like listen to what I am saying. None of this is my original thoughts, right? This is all spiritual teaching that's been out there and people be like, well, where'd it come from? I don't know. It doesn't matter, but it's out there. Didn't, I know it didn't come from me, but, but trust me when I say like, this is the truth. All you want is to feel better. That's all you really want. That's all you care about. Dealing with your negative feelings is the only problem. Not dealing with your negative feelings is the only problem you have in this life. Not just personal growth or anybody. All of our problems come from not dealing with our feelings. Because not dealing with our feelings, like I said, that pain minimizing mode of trying to just suppress and keep it out of our awareness and keep it from getting rustled up, it just creates more pain. And it's, again, when it really starts to sink in, you're like, shit, like I have so much pain. All I really want is to get rid of this pain and everything my ego mind is trying to do is like creating more of it. Why would I listen to it? Why would I keep deferring to it when I'm, I'm deciding what choices to make and how to travel this path? And then I think I'm going to do what the ego mind thinks I should do. That doesn't seem like very smart. That's, that's just some good logical, rational thinking, Right. Would you ask somebody in life that doesn't know about a subject, would you ask for their advice on it? Someone that knows nothing about finance, would you be like, where should I uh, invest my uh, my money? Or what should I do? How should I save for my retirement? Would you ask someone that has like no knowledge of money how to do that? No, you'd be like, why would I do that? They, they don't know. Why would I can't listen to their advice? They don't know what they're, they wouldn't know what they're talking about. It's the same thing with the ego mind. It's like when you start to see that it has no knowledge of energy, it has no, it's so dysfunctional, it's thought system, it's so fucked up and it has no knowledge of spiritual teaching and has no understanding of energy. And you would be like, why would I defer to it? It has no idea what would truly make you happy. And then this idea of like, we, we have this reverence and we defer to it and this reverence for it. And we're like, you know, a part of it is because we think it's us, right? That's, big reason we think we're deferring to ourselves it's like again when it really says not just intellectually appreciating but really starts to sink in you're like why would i do that that makes no sense again that's not some spiritual thing that's just logical rational hard logic kind of thinking it's like why would i let someone guide my journey that has no understanding of this journey that actually doesn't want me to achieve what I actually want most. Not only does it want me, not want me to achieve it, it actively tries to sabotage my efforts to do it. Huh, that doesn't really, that's probably not really that good. 
So that's why I talk about the mind a lot because energetically, that's the root of every issue you're dealing with as a conscious creator. Your mind has a dysfunctional thought system that creates all of this ick and it distorts your thinking. It distorts everything and you can't see clearly. You can't see things as they really are. When you understand that, it stops getting in the way as much because you're like, why would I listen to you? When your mind is making, when your mind is having an insistent thought that's making you feel bad, especially like manifesting wise, where it's trying to convince you the only way you'll be happy is to get your ex-boyfriend back. It has to be your ex-boyfriend. It's like, is that really true? Does it feel good to believe that? My mind doesn't know all the other men that exist in this world. How could it be so sure that it has to be this one person just because that's what it wants? Just because your ego mind wants something does not mean it's what you actually want. And in fact, the more your ego mind wants something in particular, I would venture to guess the less that thing is actually for you. That's Again, that's how the mind works. The more attached it is to something, the more likely it is it's not what's for you. Because the more attached, the more attachment there is, the more icky energy there is, and the more distorted thinking there is. And again, it's probably not what's actually right for you. So think about that. If the only problem is your mind and you're now starting to understand how it's operating and how it has everything backwards and upside down, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to you so much anymore. Your journey of just trying to feel better just to get what you want, that's not actually going to give me what I actually want, which is to feel better. And it's actually harder to get the stuff your mind wants because because think about it, your mind wants to minimize the pain. That's all your mind wants, right? And your mind thinks it's in the external is the answer to that. But because it's not the answer, it's not even, not only are you not getting what you truly want, your ego mind can't even get what it wants because that's not the answer. So it's like, oh yeah, like even this path, my mind, even my ego mind's not going to get what it wants. So it's like, that's doubly like, why would I even, you know, that's doesn't even make any sense doubly, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm not even going to get the two parts of me. Neither part is going to win on, on that journey. But both parts of you win on the inner journey. So it's actually a win-win. But again, the ego mind doesn't understand that. And you have to keep reminding yourself how little it understands. Because when it really starts to sink in how little it gets about all of this and how it all works, it gets easier to break away from its mode of functioning and you don't listen to it as much anymore and you'll focus where you need to be focusing internally you'll get what you actually want which is to feel better right away because once you go internal and you start uh, exploring perceptions and a willingness to question that alone changes your emotional state even if you still have all your stuff even if you haven't tackled any of your stuff yet that alone will make you feel better immediately without anything outside having to change I think that's a pretty sweet deal right because again that's all you want anyway is to feel better so yeah, for any of you wondering, why am I having, having such a hard time feeling better? It's because it's not your actual goal, if you're honest with yourself. That's not what you're actually trying to achieve in and of itself. You're trying to feel better to get stuff you don't have. And so long as you still don't have that stuff, your mind will be like, well, you can't really feel better yet. You can't achieve a goal when it's not your actual goal. You won't genuinely feel better until feeling better becomes your genuine, sincere goal. And like I said, your mind sees this false choice between inner work and inner focus and external world and trying to change the external, not understanding that the level of cause is, is inside. So you're not abandoning the external by going internally, but you're going to where the real problems are. You're starting to fix what the real issues are, which is just what you're feeling inside in your distorted thought system and all these perceptions about yourself and the world that are painful and untrue. 
And then you start to feel better right away. The feeling better is a natural byproduct of that. So just be willing to go inside and see what's going on. As far as your external work goes, focus more on general vibe management. Not so much, unless it feels really good to focus specifically on trying to manifest this or attract that or that, which I'm guessing for most people probably does not. Because again, you're wanting it from pain minimizing mode and you're just rustling up all that pain every time you focus uh, specifically in that way, probably. I like to call it general vibe management. Day to day, your main job is not to dig around in your feelings. It's just acknowledging stuff is there when it's there and then letting yourself feel it. Because when I, I want to talk stress that too. When I talk about your main job is dealing with your feelings, I don't mean every day you have to sit there for hours and think about what am I upset about? What am I feeling? And trying to get into every last scrap of shit in your mind. It's primary in that it's your only problem, but day to day, that's not your job, of course, to be like, well, I have to sit here every day for hours and feel my pain and think about stuff. But if you do have stuff, which if you're uh, not a fully enlightened being, you do have at least a little, that's your primary job is to be dealing with that. But day to day, your job is just like trying to like tend to your emotional well-being in a, in the sense of you know, what feels good, what makes me feel light and happy and whatever. So again, I I like to kind of for further as like general vibe management, just trying to feel good overall. That's look, that will look different for everybody that, that how the action of that, the action portion of that will look different. Some people it might be exercising more. Some people it'll be like more time with a, uh, a particular hobby. It'll be whatever it is, right? So think day to day, not just specifically about raising my vibe and, and very manifesting specific personal growth work, but more general stuff. Because again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, then anything you do that makes you feel better in a general way will benefit all of your specific areas of your vibe, if you think of it like that, like your money or relationship or your body or whatever. So what is that for people? Meditation, journaling, exercise uh, yoga, um, making time for a hobby, spending more time with people that make you feel good and, and feel good to be around, you know, whatever it is, right. That there's no right or wrong to that. That's literally very personal, whatever works for you. If it makes you feel good, then you're on the right track. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and, you know, found it helpful. Remember, all you really want is to feel better. You have to be willing to make that the end in and of itself, not just a means to service your ego agenda of changing your outside circumstances, because that will not work in the long term. It's just, like I said, operating from pain minimizing mode just creates more pain. And it's like, why would I want to do that to myself? That's crazy. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content and uh, products and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.